Why do you support refugees? I support refugees because my family were refugees. I support refugees because we are all God's children and we all deserve a safe place to grow in God's love. I support refugees because God made us all in God's image. I support refugees because I am a legal guardian of a minor asylee named Carol from Burundi. I support refugees because my Lord was a refugee. Because I welcome and I love my neighbor. Hi, and welcome to Hometown, a podcast from Episcopal Migration Ministries, the Refugee Resettlement and Welcome Ministry of the Episcopal Church. I'm Allison Duval, and excited to be coming to you today from Refugee Council USA Advocacy Days here on the Hill in Washington, D.C. Kendall and I are here with more than 250 other advocates, former refugees, members of the community who believe in and support the Refugee Resettlement Program. And we're all here speaking to our members of Congress. We'll be bringing their voices and their stories to you. Why they believe in advocacy for refugees and for resettlement, and advice and encouragement to inspire you to engage in advocacy as well. We hope you enjoy this episode. Could you tell our listeners, why do you think it's so important to advocate for refugees? I believe that it's important to advocate for refugees uh, because, one, we know that refugee resettlement is a critical program for um, revitalization of communities, for the fact that we as a country um, stand on having immigration and new people come to build up our communities. And so refugee resettlement is an important aspect of that work and should be allowed to continue to happen. Why do you think it's important to advocate for refugees? It seems to me that understanding um, what refugees stand for in the U.S. is really critical to who we are as a country. So when we welcome people who have been persecuted and who have... um, you know, suffered harm in their own country and can say this is a safe and welcoming place, we're really saying this is America. And when we do that, it doesn't help just the people we're welcoming. It helps all of us. And I genuinely believe that refugee issues and immigration issues generally are in some ways both the civil rights issue of our of our generation, but also uh, really are the core at who we're going to be as a, as a country for the next century. So if we can do this right, if we can admit refugees, help them resettle, help them integrate um, into our communities, not only will they thrive, but our communities will thrive. And to me, that sort of circular sense of, uh, of giving and receiving is absolutely critical to, to why it's so important to be part of this movement. The first question is, why do you think it's so important to engage in advocacy? As a refugee, from a refugee, is it good to... Uh with our voices there because uh, when I get here I don't I don't want to feel like oh I forgot about the other refugees behind because I I'm here to tell their story because I was one of them and to let the people know that there's people suffering there's people dying in the camps and they need help. Yeah, I mean, our politicians, uh, they represent us, but they're not mind readers. So if they don't hear from their constituents about the issues that are important to them and the issues that they care about, then it's difficult for them to know what 
our voice is. So um, that's why I think it's so important to make our voice be heard. People cannot understand unless they hear individual stories. Legislators in Washington, D.C. need to know who is in their district. They need to understand how do high-level issues, how does refugee funding in this case, and policies that are related to who and how we welcome, how does it connect with the stories of their own area? And when we have advocacy days like this, we have the incredible treasure of having folks come in who show through their personal lives how refugees are important contributors to their communities. We have folks who show through their personal testimonies why it matters, what a, a change in funding for a refugee program or in general the decimation of the refugee program and all of the ways that that's happened in the last couple of years, what a difference that is making, which office is closing in their area as an example. So it inspires our legislators to know they need to prioritize these concerns because they're affecting their communities. I was wondering if you could tell me why you think it's so important to advocate for refugees. As being a former refugee um, who uh, came through the resettlement agency, and um, um, as I see myself and my family, how we get benefit from the program, and um, after being 12 years um, in the United States, um, I am not sure how would be my life if I was not able to come through that program. So it's it's very important um, for all the leaders to hear us and hear our stories and um, hear how we, like so many people who get achievement here and they were able to get a professional degree, they were able to be um, working in a professional field, uh, just like me, like in 12 years right now I am um, I was able to get bachelor degree in engineering I am engineer I am the program manager for resettlement agency um, I am a mom a homeowner uh, I'm not sure how would I be if I was not able to come through that program if I would be like if I am still in my country who suffered from the war maybe I will not be still alive why do you think it's so important to engage in advocacy for refugees um, to engage in advocacy, it is very important because it is an opportunity for us to speak up and for our voice to be heard. Because there is a lot of people who have great ideas, but they never get any, any opportunity to come to meet with their members of Congress and speak up for what they want to, what kind of changes they want to see. So could you tell our listeners some advice if they care about welcoming refugees, they care about the resettlement program, but they're a little nervous or reluctant to speak with their elected officials, what advice do you have for them to get started in advocacy? So it's very important for them to hear our stories. There is thousands and thousands of people who are still waiting to come here. Um, as be like I'm just a member from the Iraqi community and I have I know hundreds of people who still from my families who still waiting in Turkey and in Jordan and they've been waiting for years. Like it's like my brother in law has been waiting for seven years to come here. Their his children were unable to come like to go to school. They lost their education and they will not when they if, if they will get the chance their life the path of their life will be completely different. So 
please, I need everybody to advocate for them, so to advocate for their people in Africa, people in Middle East. They all need to be to get the chance to come here and get this opportunity. I think that people don't realize just how important their voice is as a constituent. Members of Congress, elected officials at the state and local level, people who are your representatives really rely on the sense of what the public wants to, to guide their decision making. And when you go and talk to someone that you've elected and say, this is important to me and here's why, but you also say, and this is why it should be important to you and really give both a, a personal sense of why this issue matters, but then also be able to sort of point to why it matters for the district or the state or the city or whatever constituency you're representing at that moment. You're really able to sort of give them a vision of how to move forward. And lots of times, especially on issues relating to refugees and immigration, lots of times people want to do the right thing. They know what the right thing is, but they're afraid to act because they're afraid of the pushback. They're afraid of, you know, maybe losing an election because the people who oppose immigration and refugee issues and things like that, sometimes they oppose it out of ignorance and fear, but they often are really loud. And sometimes they um, express their opinions to their elected officials. And if the elected officials aren't hearing from the other side, if they're not hearing from people who care as deeply, but maybe are quieter, then they won't have anything to know or how to balance it. So just sending the letter, talking to people, letting your position be known is a critical factor in pushing not only the rights of refugees and, our, and the good, the well-being of our communities forward, but of pushing democracy forward. And if you care about it, then it's a way for you to really do your part as a citizen and feel really good about making a difference. So for people who care deeply about the refugee resettlement program and welcoming refugees to our country, but are new to advocacy or hesitant to meet with officials, what advice would you give? To look at the refugees like as one of them, as one, their family, to see their family and they help them out, you know, like just like what we did. When I said, you know, there's family separations, there's people, they didn't see each other, their loved ones for a long time. So we want them to get together as one family again. Um, I would say not to be intimidated um, because everybody has their own story to tell and you're the only one that can tell your story in that way and you know your own personal truth so it's not something that can be refuted um, so uh, it's important to make that story heard by our legislators um, and they they want to hear those stories so it's not um, something that you need to be intimidated by. When you're an advocate, don't worry about starting first with statistics or with bills and legislative policy issues. Think first about who you are. Think about the connections that you individually and your family has had with refugees. Think about refugee friends that you may have gone to school with or that you may have known through your faith context or, or who have impacted your life and shown you strength. And then channel that strength that you've seen refugees show. Think about a refugee being on their journey for days, weeks, months, sometimes decades. 
and know that the strength that they have to show every day is something that you're called upon in that moment to be able to communicate even a measure of through your time in that office with that leader. Um, basically, there's a lot of people who care about refugees, but um, they are afraid to speak up or to show up and to advocate or to do any action. So I want them to know that um, Without any action, nothing will going to change. They may have ideas in their mind, but if they don't do something about what they are thinking or what their opinions are, there will not be any change. So I want them to take an action and to speak up and do things because without action, nothing will change. So as long as they speak up, they meet with their members of Congress, they'll be able to share what kind of changes they want to see. And from there, everything will be, will be fine. So. You have a voice and you should use it, right? Right. This voice is for free, so we have to use it. We don't have to buy some gas to put in our voice. God gives us our voice to speak up and we have to speak up anything that comes up in, in our mind. So we don't need to be afraid to speak up. Also, it is our right in the United States for us to speak up. No matter immigration status is, everybody who lives in the United States has those constitutional rights to speak up and for ask for changes. Couldn't have said it better myself. Thank you so much for chatting with me today. Well, thank you so much. Have fun. <laughs> Thank you for joining us for today's episode from Capitol Hill. Do you have a question about how to be most helpful in serving refugees, immigrants, and asylum seekers? Are you interested in sharing your work or your congregation's work? Are you eager to make connections with other people who are doing the same kind of work and learn from one another? Then join Partners and Welcome, a free online community that offers a chance for engaging conversation, connection with people all over the country who care about these issues, and a wealth of resources and learning opportunities. We have so much to gain from sharing information and experiences with one another, so sign up today. Follow EMM on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, where we are EMM Refugees. Join in the work of Welcome by making a donation to Episcopal Migration Ministries. Visit EpiscopalMigrationMinistries.org forward slash give or text hometown to 91999. Our theme song composer is Abraham Mawenda Akondo. Find his music at abrahamawenda.bandcamp.com. Until next time, peace be with you and all those you consider home.